Hello, my little puffins, and welcome to another episode of Eat Puff Love. We are your host, Growler. And Vibes. How you feeling today, Vibes? I'm feeling good, even though it's a little cloudy here on a Saturday in D.C. Cloudy Saturday in D.C. In the month of May. In the month of May, which it feels a little strange, doesn't it, for there to be such a, maybe maybe not so strange. I mean, May May does come with the, the showers, but it just feels uncharacteristically cold this year. Oh, well, global warming. Global warming. But you know what else is happening what else? in the month of May? What's that? National Masturbation Month. National Masturbation Month. happy national masturbation month i hope that you are enjoying some time with yourself or um in non-penetrative spaces with others um where you get to be with your body and um we just hope you're masturbating masturbate on masturbate on all all month, every day, every day, all day, every day, not all multiple day. times a day, multiple times want. a day. We don't want folks all day. We we uh, folks, hey. we still got to record the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, our last episode was with the lovely Kells. Yes, lovely Kells. And our conversation was all about kink um, from multiple perspectives and so we wanted to continue that conversation right yes that was a good good conversation with the lovely Kells and I actually left the conversation thinking about my own personal hoe bag um and if you did not listen to the last episode I encourage you to look uh, listen back um, and learn more about what goes into a proper hoe bag. Yes, what's um, in your hoe bag? What's in your hoe bag? Um, added anything new to your hoe bag? Me? I, I I have added a few new things to my hoe bag. I've added some um, some baby wipes or, or wet wipes. Um, I've also added in... Um, the proper change of um, undergarments that one needs when going to um, these spaces. So I made sure that I had uh, two pair of socks, two pair of underwear, two T-shirts, just in case. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I took down notes, but I have not added anything. But now I feel like I have a new, maybe a new hoe bag. A new hoe bag. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Okay, 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 okay. So the conversation around kink last week um, got me thinking about what my own personal definition of kink is. And so... Um, love you know, to hear it. You'd love to hear mine? You know, I think I'd say that my personal definition of kink would be... Um, Anything that brings you pleasure that is outside of the normal um, status of of, um, of 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 just general sex, but I would also add to that exploration of your desires and um, mm-hmm. and exploring things that um, and 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 also. Um, exploring why those things are your desires and um, 
yeah, I think that's what I've been thinking about concerning kink is, you know, there's some things that I enjoy, but, um, here comes the engines, <laughs> engine, engine number nine. We are recording here in the city hill. So we are recording you know, in the city today. Sights and sounds everywhere. <laughs> there it goes. There it goes. But kink. But kink. Yeah. Um. I guess for me, I've never really considered myself a kinky person. I don't even think kink was in my vocabulary. I think being, I don't know, in my early 40s, you know, people would throw around the word freak or freaky. <laughs> yeah. And so... I hear people all the time say, oh, I'm a freak. Yeah. I'm a freak. And so I would be like, okay, well, maybe. I mean, but it always seemed a little closeted when people said freak. Either you're a closeted kinky freak or you're like people know that that's who you are, you right. know, yeah. or they ascribe that to you anyway, maybe even if that's not who you are, but... I think for me, as I have explored kink more, um, it is, as you said, it's all about what brings you pleasure. And um, I don't know if I want to use the word normal, because I hear that a lot, you know, like a lot of um, why I've been most recently, I didn't even know that, say, there's a thing about vanilla sex and then there's kink. <laughs> and I always assumed vanilla sex just meant missionary, but then now you can be in the missionary and it'd be kinky so yeah yeah i I don't know i haven't yet put a whole idea around what kink is to me but i know that um being introduced or allowing myself to explore the kink community has uh opened up um the ways i think about sex Mm -hmm. and uh play and Mm -hmm. yeah even calling it play you know when yeah um is thinking about sex as play yeah yeah as adult play yeah yeah i hear that i also been thinking about um well i guess what i feel when i think about when people say the word freak is um i will be a freak until the day until the dawn i think (laughs) i just think um I don't know. Maybe this is my own personal um, thoughts on 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 the word freak. Is I I think about freak and I wonder are people Sorry, a super freak super freak she's super, super freaky. freaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, keep sorry. them coming. Keep them they coming. Just keep popping into my keep head. Them, keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> I I I when I think about kink personally, I also think about a level of um a freedom in expression and i don't oftentimes hear folks talk about being a freak from the level of from the from the point of view of expression i hear people talk about freak from the view of um when I hear people say freak, I think about a lot of wet tongue action i think about a lot of um okay um i think about I think about, um, you know, I remember there was a time in the 90s when people were absolutely um, opposed to things um, involving oral sex. You know, I, I, I am not eating your pussy. I am not sucking dick. I'm definitely not eating no butt. Right. And now it's 2020, and I read somewhere that... that it's 2022. It's 2022! <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh, the pandemic, y'all, has 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 got me all looped up. I hear people talking about um in 2022 that this is the generation of ass eaters like people eat ass and it's a thing and like you know and um and not just women men as well and they enjoy uh the pleasure both yeah everybody enjoys the pleasure and so um yeah i don't typically hear people when talking about being a freak saying i am going to explore um these these ideas I have, these fantasies I have, I usually hear people saying, oh, I'm a freak, so I eat booty. It's like, yeah. well, well, we all eat booty now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, though, I, I think it's more about like, okay, there was a, there was a time that, you know, in, in history, people would label the sexual revolution. Yeah. And that was like what late sixties, seventies. Yeah. Um, and then the um, uh, AIDS epidemic happened. Yeah. And everything around sex, I think, across the board, kind of went into the closet mm. per se. Mm-hmm. And then there was a reawakening, maybe in the nineties, early two yeah. thousands. And I think that the whole generation that exists now of people is just like. We live in a space and time where we can be whomever we are and we can explore ourselves and, and love on our bodies and, and and engage in things that somebody would say is taboo. I mean, there's still a lot of people out here who say, no, I'm not sucking your dick. I'm not eating your ass. I'm not eating pussy. And they're like, and you're like, oh, they still make you. But yeah, they're still around. <laughs> Those people still exist and yes. it's okay that they exist. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But I guess what I also wanted to say is that how kink, even for me, like has allowed me to explore like actually saying out loud that I engage in certain activities and I'm not ashamed that I do and right. it doesn't define me or um how I'm seen right right whereas I think at the time there was a space in here they come again what is going on in DC today <laughs> but yeah um it's just allowed me I think to explore and be more open about what I enjoy and not feel like I have to be in the closet about it. Yeah. You know, I read my article this morning um, about the, I have been all on um, the Bad Bunny album that just came out uh, about a week ago. And um, so it got me looking into Bad Bunny. Um, and um, I, I think it was you that told me that Bad Bunny has been, ex- is has been an artist that's been really, um, uh, open about um, their their comfort with um, gender fluidity and mm-hmm. and and expression in different ways. And so the article I read this morning was similar to that. And Bad Bunny said, like most people of my generation, I, I would probably identify more fluid than anything. And so. Um, yeah, just being in a space where people are thinking about sexuality differently. They're thinking about um, play differently and how um, people express themselves. Um, yeah, I, I, I see that and I feel that. And, and even in the conversations that I have with people now, um, it, it feels like even conversations around... Um, around uh, uh, 
I, 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 I lost my train of thought around around just uh, around sexuality, mm. around around sexuality and how we even conversations around sexuality seem to be just very different than they were 10 years ago. It could be my own personal comfort with expressing myself and my confidence in expressing myself. But I also feel like there's a difference in the conversations that are happening um, with people and even people who would identify as straight or heterosexual uh, in those ways. They, it feels like people are just are, 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 are willing to more, are talk, talking more. Right, about it. And gender fluidity aside, folks, Fluid is a kink. It is. But it's kink. I've been officially dating now for slightly over a year. And I, I also enjoy the camaraderie that baiting can build amongst men of different ages and... I still remember the first uh, nut I got from baiting. Like, oh my God, I'm one of the best nuts I had in my life. Um, so I definitely enjoy the brotherhood, the bonding and just being around like-minded men. I would say that I play with my body basically every day. Uh, would maybe become a baiter, the brotherhood aspect of it, and just bonding with other men that like doing the same thing. Um, it's something about that rugged, strong, passionate kind of exchange that really does it for me. Hell yeah, that brings me joy. I don't know nobody that can say masturbation doesn't bring them joy. My dick is always available to me whenever and wherever, so I find myself just casually enjoying my dick and my body all the time now. So it's like sometimes I could just think about something and then my dick just start getting hot and I just start rubbing it like at my desk at work randomly or like I'll think of something else and then I just start feeling my nipples and my nipples get hard. So it's like, it's just... Any random thing can at any given moment, you know, make you feel aroused or something to that effect. So definitely, I definitely uh, play with myself. So it can sometimes be multiple times a day. Sometimes I may skip a day. Welcome back. Welcome back, little puffins. Welcome back. Yeah, so Growler. Yes. What is baiting? Baiting. Let's Ooh. define it for the puffins. Hold on, I gotta light a J on that one. Hold on. Go ahead. Spark up. Spark up. And if you are at home right now listening, I I hope you are doing the same, whether you are washing your dishes, sitting out on your deck, maybe completing some work tasks or whatever. 
always feel free during our episodes to um, puff along with puff us. along, puff along, puff along, puff along. Um, so baiting. Yeah, what is it? Baiting to me is the practice of self pleasure. Um, that. Yeah, it's the practice of self-pleasure. It's masturbation, in short. Um, However, um, I think largely within uh, a community of baitors, um, baiting would be the practice of coming together with others to to bait together, um, which is non-penetrative sex, lots of body contact, uh, I think you're mixing things now, but uh, this is I, your definition. This is so my definition. Listen. <laughs> well, what would you say? Well, I agree. I mean, baiting, I mean, bait, someone took that out of the word masturbation, right? And um, I think that though we may um, describe it as being something that is for all people, all genders. I think it is a very male penis, well, let me say this, penis-centered I would agree with um, that. I would agree with that. I think that uh, it can be, as you said, it can be solo. Yeah. It can be within group. It could be online. Um, It could be done right online. It could be in person. Um, I also think that when we mix in other things, I think that is an add-on. I think it's adjacent to baiting. Like you're saying, mm. body contact. I think that's frauding, right? Because, right. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, I think that it is a kink. As I have explored it more, it's um, something that I would say is a kink, um, because there's a lot. There's a community, as you said. There are uh, <laughs> items and props and tools <laughs> that go along with it. Um, there is a whole. Uh, conversation about what you should use while baiting, you know, how you bait, what what you use. Do you use lube? Do you use coconut oil? Are you that organic person? Vaseline. Use, um, that well-named brand that won't be mentioned until they give us some sponsorship. Sponsorship! <laughs> um, but it's really good. Um, yeah. Uh, I just think that there's so much to it that I, th- I see it as a kink. Um, yeah. Because when I think about masturbation... I mean, I've been masturbating probably my entire life. I mean, they say babies masturbate, children masturbate. We all masturbate. Um, it's not until a certain age, depending on the household you grow up in, when it's defined as being something you should not do right. or you should do. Right. Um, so the secrecy around masturbation, I think baiting um, in this community that exists and that I've been coming aware of and a part of now, you and I trying to establish ourselves in this community is that it doesn't have to be hidden. Right. Um, you shouldn't be ashamed to bait, to masturbate. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be ashamed. And and it's, yeah, like you said, people of, of, of varying ages do it. Um, but there does come a point where, where it becomes a no-no. Um, you know, I feel like I've, I started comfortably calling myself a baiter probably early 2000s, mm. um, 2010s, early 2010s, um, and finding a community of people who 
um, who were into the same things that I was into. Um, and, and, and yeah, it's a very penis centered, um, event. Um, yeah, I think for me, um, it's been most recently, I would say in the last year and a half, um, yeah, because I met uh, a friend of mine who's now like one of my big brothers, Mac. Um, we we never met face to face for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, but we would talk about it through text and mm-hmm. um, things like that. We never video, we never talked on the phone, but we just carried on. We'd send people one another, you know, things on IG, and then he finally invited me to this group, and I joined it. His own kick. And um, I was like, wow, this is a whole thing. And then mm. when you and I met, and you were like, oh, there's this website that's devoted to it. And I was like, oh, what are you talking about? The website that teaches, uh, I think, I forgot what it's called, but it used to be this website that I would follow that would have all these instructions about how to masturbate and things to do, how to even make your own masturbatory tools and and yeah and everything, but whatever. Um, and then you told me about Bait World, and I yeah. was like... Um, Okay, so now it is a whole, it's a thing thing. And, um, <laughs> and there are people around me who, like, this is their thing. This is what they enjoy. This is their king. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, I have really enjoyed the process of coming into being a baiter yeah. um, and being proud about it um, because I feel like I have the right in the space and time to be with my body. And if I want to be able to enjoy myself mm. with myself, mm. that's cool. And mm-hmm. if I want to enjoy myself in, in this act with others and this be our sexual act, mm-hmm. our act of pleasure, and it, as you were saying earlier, it's not pretend, um, penetrative. Um, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. um, of any sort. Mm-hmm. It could just be, um, you know, one person sitting one place, me sitting the other place mm-hmm. and us locking eyes and... It could be the it could stroking be, away. It could be no no locking eyes. It yeah. could be it could be just the um the the time to be with a bait brother, as you mentioned. Um you know, to chill and or even just have somebody to talk to about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it could be like, okay, we both have penises. Sometimes we you know, wake up in the morning and you're like, we don't have to have um, penetrative sex. Right. That's not, the, that's not all that sex is. Right. Um, those things are cool. But this is what I wanted to do. Go ahead. You have, well, go I was going to say, though, then the conversation becomes around how people define sex. You know, in the first segment, we were talking about a freak. And, <laughs> and for some people, sex is only penetrative. Mm. For some people, sex is... There is a top and there is a bottom. There's a man and there's a woman. There's a this and a that. You know, there's, but we ain't talking to those people. We're not talking to those people. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are listening, then we're glad you're here and you're listening and hoping that this conversation helps um, expand ideas around what uh, kink and what sex and what masturbation baiting can look like and be because we could talk I'd like to talk briefly about how we were thinking about bringing together all genders and then not just be penis centric yeah um, yeah because why not like why can't um, someone who has a penis and someone who has a vagina mm-hmm. come together and it not be penetrative mm-hmm. um, 
the same way that we are or someone, mm -hmm. you know? So I think everybody should masturbate. <laughs> if you're not doing it, do it. Take the time. Self-care. Bait. Bait, bait, bait. Get you a nice cup of tea. You know. Jay. Yeah, Jay. Like, yeah, like, how do you, how do you enjoy, a, like, if you had to describe a session to to our listeners, like, what sets up a session for you? You don't have to tell the details of the actual session, session, but, like, what sets up a good, um, good masturbatory session for you? Well, it depends. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I think sometimes I, like, baiting before I go to sleep because it helps relax me. Um, it gives me time to explore myself and to relax. Mm. I think I really enjoy in the morning, mm. you know, like after I've done, you know me, I get up and do my little household chores, but then I'm like, okay, between this time and this time, I'm gonna sit down, you know, I'm gonna pour my tea or my coffee. Yeah. I might have a little spark. Mm. And then, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy myself and then shower and get my, go and do my day. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I come home from work and I fire up the hookah and have a little, another little puff and mm -hmm. lay back on the sofa. You're actually in the sofa position that I'd be in right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, the sofa. <laughs> the sofa. Oh, I've seen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> me, oh my. <laughs> and I enjoy that. I mean, and it's just me time. Mm. And sometimes it can be real quick. And sometimes it could last for hours. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a whole nother king adjacent thing. What do they call that? Edging. Yeah, edging. 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 And and I know this word exists in in all forms of um baiting. Baiting and types. sexual play. Yeah. Um the the the, the process of with um abstaining from ejaculation or um yeah ejaculation because there's all different kinds of and levels of orgasm that happen in between that that make each moment feel like Ooh. <laughs> and you know what now that i'm just sitting here thinking is edging a form of snm i think so yeah it might be yeah because you're you're basically intentionally uh, denying yourself pleasure even though you're experiencing pleasure yeah you know so some of us the pleasure the most pleasurable of it is the actual orgasm mm -hmm. ejaculation mm -hmm. um and then sometimes it's that the refrain yeah the part where you are almost just there and then you're solo telling yourself to stop maybe it's, but sometimes you could be with someone else yeah so yeah maybe yeah maybe what y'all think yeah, what y'all think about that? Tell us that? what you think. Tell us what you think. Email us at vacations at gmail.com. B-A-T-E-C-A-T-I-O-N-S at gmail.com. And or at eat.puff. Dot love. love at gmail.com. Eat.puff.love at gmail.com. Yeah, so this is why I want to do a quick round of... I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to just respond immediately. Okay. Around baiting. Okay, here we go. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, no lube or lube? It depends. 
Okay. What does it depend on? It depends on the kind of day I'm having. Some days I don't. Sometimes lube for me becomes a thing that has to be managed. Like I don't. If I don't have a lot of time, I don't want a lot of lube everywhere. And I li- I don't like the feeling of lube on my body, especially in my growing area, if I don't have time to hop in the shower again. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'll wipe myself down and do a little quick bird bath, but like... I just, I still feel, I just feel I still feel sticky and so I don't a like a person that. of the night bath. I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like a lot of lube sometimes. Sometimes I I I um I like I don't like it. Okay. Um to edge or not to edge. To edge. To edge. To edge. To edge. You know I I think that once I retrain my brain around orgasming, then I realized that there's so much fun to be had um, in edging because you stay in a in a place of 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 what it feels like constant orgasming, um, and then the ejaculation is great. It's amazing, but it's it's that much more brilliant. And much more colorful and much more vibrant because you've built it and built it and built it and built it. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. Um, last question for me. Sure. Would be um is solo penetrative sex baiting? Solo Penetrative sex, sex. Like using a toy like in your anus or oral. I say yes. <laughs> and tell us why. Um, because I I think that it's it's still time with yourself. It's still figuring out what your pleasures are. Um you're still figuring out what you enjoy, what your um, you're playing a game with yourself, mm. you know, and uh, whether you are playing with that toy quickly or slowly or um, a big toy, a little toy, um, a, a vibrating toy, uh, a toy that is thrusted by a machine, whatever you enjoy, yeah. I think that having that control um yourself is masturbation yeah i would agree i think that any part of your body that brings you pleasure and you're manipulating it or enjoying it however you choose to enjoy it is a masturbation yeah 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 what about you lube or no lube uh lube definitely definitely. (laughs) Um, (laughs) definitely lube (laughs) to edge or not to edge uh, it depends. I I like a little bit of both. Okay. I um I like the state of orgasm, mm-hmm. um, and I also like sometimes to uh, delay that. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, it also depends on the length of time, um, and mm-hmm. the uh, space that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. 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 So. 
my question for you then is you've talked about um, coming into the baiting community uh, most recently within mm-hmm. the last year yeah. or, or so. The first bait event I ever went to was my um, 43rd birthday. <laughs> I, I, I held a bait party yeah. and it was amazing. Was like, Hell yeah, I'm going to be doing this some more. <laughs> <laughs> it, but that's true. And then from there, it's like, okay, we we need to bring like-minded people yeah. that look like us or don't look like us, but they are black and brown, and mm-hmm. um, we don't care what their bodies look like, body types or mm-hmm. their sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. But penises, you know, we tried, like we talked about earlier, about trying to bring all genders, but that just hasn't worked for us yet. But, you know, we do penis as well, as you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did say that. I said I said in a text message, I said, we do penis as well. Yeah. <laughs> we have created a community um, that is uh, putting forth what we're discussing now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What has been your, your experience jumping into the Bay community, uh, aside from your 43rd birthday, what has been your, um, your, your overall, um, summary? Mm, I think at first it was a little bit of a struggle. And I think because it was, I was in my head and I was stuck in that old, um, idea that, you know, is this something that's taking over my life? Am I thinking about this too much? Am I putting too much focus on it? Am mm. I trying to make it something that maybe it's not for me? And then once I let all that go, because I explored those avenues and found that that wasn't true, mm. um, you know, that I now my summary is that I enjoy it and I can choose when I want to do it either with myself or with others. Mm. Um, and I do think um, as I explore even more, about, as I said, how, you know, it's National Men- Mental Health Month as well. Mm. And we were talking about in our little group, uh, DC Black and Brown Bra- um, Baiters on Telegram, um, how much uh, masturbation um, helps with your mental health. Yeah. And I was saying how um, a lot of things about, you know, body image, my own image, um, how I view sex and even how I view friendship. Mm. Right. Um, that, yeah, there are some cool people that I've met now in this community that we are we are friends. We, yeah. we are building um, a relationship of all the things we enjoy. Right. And that is inclusive of baiting. Yeah. 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 Because I think the other part of, about the community is that because people people are doing this 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 play act with one another you do find yourself enjoying things that you that you, finding things that you also enjoy outside of the community right. finding people who actually like to travel finding people who do like to go hiking people right. who do like to um go hookah and go smoke a j or whatever people enjoy doing you you go do the things that you enjoy and you find people who enjoy doing also other things that you enjoy as well yeah i think when you do that you just start to expand your world yeah 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 yeah
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, little puffins. Welcome back, little puffins. We have had such a great time talking with all y'all today. But before we go, yes, we have our last segment, our Eat Puff Love Moment, where we share a moment of eating. Puffing, puffing or, or love um, that is uh, reflective worthy. Okay, so let's spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. And it's eat. Eat. Mm, mm. Yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. So you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Go first. So uh, my most recent favorite food moment um, was... Our most recent trip to um, Puerto Rico. We were back in Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico in San Juan, and it was Friday and it was payday. Yeah, and we happened upon this little oyster bar called the Oyster Shack. It's mm. in Condado, mm-hmm. and um, it was not. What well, was strange to be eating oysters in a tropical place on an island that, and all the oysters have been shipped in from, uh, <laughs> you know, the mainland from the Northeast. But it wasn't really the oysters that were the best, the, although the ceviche was good. Um, what made that whole experience really great was that when we sat down at that bar mm-hmm. and the people who worked there, mm-hmm. you know, they just, en- they engaged with us yeah. and we were chatting and talking yeah. and laughing and talking about astrology and we were there for hours. Yeah, we were there for hours. We had some drinks and, um, we just, it was really good. So the food was good. The vibe was good. The staff was attractive. Mm. We were able to talk about our podcast, and they were talking about all the great things that happened in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And um, it was surprising that one of the guys knew what poppers were. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> he was like, yeah, were you, like, were they on poppers? Because I was telling him about the story about that uh, birthday party that we went to and <laughs> <laughs> with the stripper and the condom on the foot. Different conversation. Yeah, a whole different conversation. <laughs> uh, but it was just, um, that was amazing. Um, I appreciate it. And shout out to the Oyster Shack and the staff there. Yeah, um, shout out, I don't want to mess up anybody's name, but if you're listening... We, um, we love you. We love y'all, and we hope that you all become our Puerto Rican friends. Yeah. Um, not that we need Puerto Rican friends, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> We're not collecting friends from different areas. Oh, air- my God. Well, we kind of are, but not like in the way. <laughs> I'm not being prejudiced here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I am not George Jefferson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Um, my eat puff love moment of eating yes. is I I fell in love with Mofongo hmm. on this past trip. I did. I I I just did. I fell hard for it too. Hmm. Um I had a had a shrimp and garlic butter mafungo, I had a Creole sauce mafungo, I had a dry mafungo, and like I just, across the board, I think I'm in love with mafungo. If you don't know what mafungo is, yeah, it is it is pounded, well, it's deep fried green plantain, 
And then after it's deep fried, it's pounded and it's mixed with chicharrones and garlic garlic and salt, pepper, salt, pepper. And if you want to add meat, you could add meat to it. I didn't add any meat. I to the inside. It so it's like layered. Inside. Yeah, it's layered. But it comes out and it looks like, um, I would say like a, a firm mashed potatoes um, in the crust a circle. Yeah. circle. Yeah. And then there's a crust on it. But this shit is good. good. <laughs> it is good. And they good. topped it, like I said, with some Creole gravy, Creole sauce, and shrimp. And I just, oh, I, I love me some mofongo. Um, yeah. yeah. And I really, um, I've had it before, but remember that Uber driver, he was like, you have to try the tree fungo. The tree fungo. Which is like green yes. plantain, sweet plantain, sometimes yeah. Yes. From the place that we had been to Dude, before. Yeah. But we didn't know what it was yeah. on the menu, so we didn't order it. Right. Um, so when we went back, we ordered it um, on a completely different time than we went there. And the shit was good. Oh my God. Good. The food is so good there. for listening to another episode of Eat Puff Love. Also, thank you to our Bader Voices. Yes, thank you. And follow us at Eat Puff Love on Instagram. Listen to us on all your favorite podcast hosting sites. And you can also follow our other projects on Instagram and YouTube, also as well as Twitter, Vegan Voyage Noir. Also make sure to follow us, Growler at Mufasa Verde and Vibes at Wing Traveler 78 on IG. And until next time, remember to eat puff love.